Kiora, Saobona, Namaste, and hello everyone, and welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're listening to Medicine in the Mirror with Dr. K, a South African-born Indian who made beautiful New Zealand home. Outer beauty is a mere reflection of inner health. Are you ready to join me on the journey to becoming more healthy and so too more beautiful? Then let's get started. Kiora and welcome back to episode 3 the final episode in this launch series of facial aging through the decades and what to do about it. In episode 1, I covered the teens and 20s, and in episode 2, we went on to the flirtatious 30s and fabulous 40. It's now time to roll on into your 50s. While your 50s can seem like a daunting time, it's really a milestone decade after all, and it's a privilege to reach half a century. It's time to celebrate life, and for those of you who know me, I celebrated my 50th by having my 50-week festival of 50, but more about that another time. In your 50s, you become fairly comfortable with your skin. You know what it likes and what it doesn't. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't add things to your routine that can really benefit specific aging concerns. Now in your 50s, your skin cell turnover has further reduced to between 60 and 90 days. Menopause plays a vital role in your skin's transformation and it may start as early as 45. The effects of hormonal changes vary widely from individual to individual. The most common changes with the lowered estrogen levels include decreasing oil production, changes in body temperature, and your mood. Your 50s is when there's an exponential loss in bone, especially in women. When you go into menopause, you lose 30% of your collagen production in the first three years. So it's not just your skin, but also your bone. You still have all the changes you were seeing in your 30s and 40s, but they are just getting worse, with your under eyes becoming more hollow, your nasal labial folds becoming deeper, jowls look more prominent, and your lower face looks like it's falling lower. You may look at yourself one day and think, boy, I've aged overnight. And this is due to the hormonal drop. But I'll discuss menopause and aging in more detail in a future episode. Post-menopause, our bodies experience a hormonal shift with declining levels of estrogen and increased levels of the male hormones, androgens. This has an impact on your skin too. Acne that you haven't seen since your teenage years may start to resurface due to these hormonal fluctuations. Your skin changes that started in the earlier decades continues, becoming thinner and less elastic. But the changes are now exponential because of menopause. You lose so much bone that your lines are going to become much deeper especially at rest. The lines around your mouth, smoker's lines or barcode lines, become so much deeper, as well as your crow's feet, your bunny lines. Your mouth turns downward and makes you look sad. If you've been doing in-clinic injectables for the last few years, you may be fine with these lines not being so deep. Your fat pads also shift, especially in the apple of your cheek and buckle fat. You see this as a descent of your cheek and together with bone resorption, especially in the mid-face, you can look tired and develop deep tear troughs. Broken capillaries become more visible. You may even see more pigmentation with the signs of sun damage. Age spots also become more prominent. Dryness is another major concern as your skin loses its ability to hold moisture. Your cells that create new collagen, the fibroblasts, aren't moving as quickly as they did when you were in your earlier years partly because they don't have the estrogen to fuel the fibroblasts. Because of the loss of elasticity, volume loss, fat changes and bone changes, you may experience more sagging or laxity, 
especially in the lower face with the development of jowls. Volume loss will also contribute to this as your temples and cheeks won't anchor your face the way they did when you were younger. Your neck laxity increases with prominence of the muscle bands at rest and when you talk. So how do you combat these changes? Firstly, please remember to look at yourself with kind, gentle eyes and to celebrate your best features. By 50, you should feel empowered to invest in yourself and the treatments that make you happy. All of the changes in your bone, muscle, fat and skin are happening at the same time and a combination approach is essential. You should continue to use the combination of skin care, including retinols, sunscreen, hyaluronic acid, antioxidants and growth factors that you've progressed through in your 20s, 30s and 40s. The biggest skincare solution is to ensure that you're helping your skin retain moisture and may need to incorporate a denser moisturizer to ward off excessive dryness, especially at nighttime. If you struggle with redness and sensitivity in the cheeks or across your nose, you can consider adding a clinical-grade calming cream to your daily routine as well. The most common treatments I perform in my 50-something-year-olds are fillers, wrinkle relaxers, skin rejuvenation with radiofrequency or lasers, and skin tightening. Wrinkle relaxers like Xeomin, Botox and Dysport will help diminish the appearance of wrinkles, while dermal fillers in the mid-face, temples and cheek help to anchor the face and give the appearance of a lifted lower face, improving the appearance of sagging, lax skin. Treatment of the neck with wrinkle relaxers can actually give you a more defined jawline and your lower face may even appear more lifted, especially when combined with filler in the mid-face. This will certainly make you look refreshed. Other in-office treatments with lasers, microneedling, platelet-rich plasma and chemical peels all help to encourage cell turnover and boost skin repair. This is the decade when you begin to notice the most significant signs of aging on your body too, with a change in your body shape and fat distribution. Treatments like body contouring with lasers and other machines may help. Changes to your sexual function may become more apparent too, and the O-shot and Priper shot may bring that spark back. I'll discuss sexual function and menopause in a much more detail in a future episode. Now moving on to your 60s, 70s and beyond. You will see all the changes as before. The bone loss that started in your mid-20s and became more apparent at 35 and progressively worse as the decade increased, together with the breakdown of collagen, fat pad resorption and a reduction in your skin cell turnover. All these changes happen at the same time, causing a cumulative effect which show as deep wrinkles, folds, dull skin, pigmentation, redness and sagging. But it may not be all doom and gloom if you started your skin health journey early. If you've minimized your sun exposure and used sunscreen, you can expect to glide into your 60s with your skin looking pretty good. If not, you're likely to be facing the cumulative effects of sun damage and age. Skin cell turnover becomes really slow, and the most significant change you'll notice in your complexion is dryness and loss of elasticity in your 60s. Expression lines no longer disappear after you stop smiling or squinting. Pores become more visible, especially on the nose and cheeks. You're likely to develop spider veins and hyperpigmentation and age spots, as well as precancerous spots from sun damage. Loss of collagen and elastin that hold up your skin usually results in drooping of the face with loose skin. You lose some of the fat beneath your skin, which also contributes to a loss of structure, as well as the skin looking thinner and more translucent. This can cause blood vessels that are just below the surface to look more prominent and your skin to look quite discolored and dull. 
The bony support is reduced with worsening of your jowls and heaviness in the lower face. Your neck too becomes more lax, with even more prominent bands. I often hear patients say, I'm over 60 and it's too late. It's never too late to start treatments. So what can you do? Don't ever think of retiring from that skincare game. Good skincare is still the foundation as per previous decades. This includes the use of gentle cleansers in the morning and evening, growth factors to improve your skin cell turnover together with a regular retinol regime at least three to four times a week, antioxidants and a good sunscreen. A few modifications may be necessary to address the issues of the 60s, 70s and beyond. Particular emphasis should be placed on increasing the use of rich moisturizers. And if you've been a soap and water girl or boy, stop immediately and start using a gentle, non-drying cleanse on your face and neck. However, once again, there is only a limit of what skincare can do. And there is no miracle in a jar. The emphasis in our 60s and beyond shifts from skincare to in-clinic procedures. If you've already been getting wrinkle relaxers and fillers, continuing those into your 60s and beyond will help you maintain your appearance. Although people often assume that there's an upper age limit when it comes to cosmetic treatments, that is not necessarily true. If you're still in good health, you may be a good candidate for non-invasive treatments, even well into your 70s and 80s. Skin rejuvenation and skin tightening procedures with lasers, IPL and radiofrequency form an essential part of the treatment of this age group. A recent study showed that if you added redness, pigmentation and wrinkles to the same face, it made the face look 8 years older. And therefore, it's important not only to address lines and wrinkles, but rather get rid of pigmentation and redness too. In my opinion, the people that look the best are those that do a little bit every 3-6 to months, and not those that do a whole lot and never come back for a year or two. If you haven't ever had anything done by your 60s or 70s, you may expect to have a whole lot done at the beginning and then just a little bit for maintenance. There you have it, facial aging through the decades covering your teens to 70s and beyond. Whether you opted to listen to all three episodes of the launch series or just chose the decade you're in, I hope you've enjoyed listening. By knowing what to expect, you can take steps to reduce or delay the impact of facial aging and take control of how the years unfold. While you can start your skincare regime at any time, even on a limited budget, some professional care may be needed. The earlier you start, the less the intervention you're going to need. Remember, trying to cut corners by getting treatments in non-medical facilities is always going to be risky. It's best to seek out the care and advice of an appropriately trained cosmetic practitioner before you start any professional age management treatments. If you take one thing away from this series, Hopefully it's that you realize that you have the power and the right to self-care. You can make even the smallest improvement to your routine that will result in huge improvements to your skin. These improvements are not only of physical benefit, like reduced pigmentation, firmer skin, less lines and wrinkles, but they also have huge improvements on your self-esteem and confidence, regardless of your age. As I said in the introduction, aging is a really broad subject and what I've covered in the last three episodes is simply on average what happens in each decade. There's going to be lots of variables depending on your genetics, your skin color, your habits, etc. My approach is much more holistic. It's definitely more than simply managing the aging process with the use of neurotoxins, lasers, fillers, and cosmeceuticals. You have to take care of your body, your mind, and your soul, and the rest will fall into place, so you too can live your best reflection.
Stay tuned for the next episode. Is beauty really in the eye of the beholder? That's it for now, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode. I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review and ratings on iTunes. Follow Medicine in the Mirror on Insta and Facebook for behind-the-scenes updates. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, go live your best reflection. Reflection.